Welcome to the Essence of Life podcast. I am Natisha Ali Grant, here to help you live the abundantly balanced life. A false balance is an abomination unto God and getting wisdom, which is the respect and acknowledging of the Lord, along with understanding is the true key to successfully navigating this life. So tune in daily for this wisdom and inspiration with new episodes Mondays and Fridays. And let's balance your spirituality, health, relationships, finance, and personal development. Sebon sounds good. I am so excited to announce that we are clocking down in just a few days to October 14th when we will be celebrating one year of podcasting. If you have not subscribed or joined my Facebook page, Natisha Ali Grants, The Essence of Life Podcast. Yes, I know it's long. You better go over to Facebook now, check the page, follow it, like the page and be a part of this event i want to share it with all my essence listeners make sure you go ahead on facebook right now yes go ahead look for the page Natisha ali grants the essence of life podcast like the page follow the page and look forward to this live facebook event i know i have not been doing a lot of videos but i'm going to be live on that day to celebrate with you to show my appreciation to you and also you may just win a prize you may get something from me i might give away something or some things who knows all right so be sure to check it out on facebook natisha ali grants the essence of life podcast go ahead there now and become a part of our connection on social media sebon sounds good Welcome back, everybody, to the Essence of Life podcast. Again, I may sound like a broken record, but it is definitely a pleasure to be able to share this wisdom with you. And I continue to get more and more confident in these podcast episodes because as I go through life and I listen to people who speak to me, I find myself saying this a lot. You know, I did an episode on that on my podcast, and I feel like a lot more people could listen to these things and learn from it because I believe that I'm not doing them only within myself but because of the inspiration of God that he is depositing in my spirit and giving me the confidence to go forth producing these podcasts. So please continue to listen. Please share it with a lot of people. I know it will break a lot of people free. So definitely something you want to share with people. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about separating what happened to you from who you actually are. Separate what happened to you from who you actually are. And this is so profound because there's a saying that goes, hurt people hurt people and it's time for us to stop this hurting revolution that keeps going on and on and let us really be who God created us to be. So this morning or earlier today rather, I went to the beach for a quick swim and here on the beach is this beautiful sea grapes tree and it's loaded with grapes. But one thing that was noticeable is that in every bunch of the sea grapes, half or a portion of it was ripe and the other half or portion 
was still green. And I looked at it and I said to myself, a lot of times people will say, oh, I'm having a bad day today. And then tomorrow they might say, oh, today is a good day. And it also reflected and resonated in my spirit with people as well. Sometimes we are not our best self and then other times we are. Why is there this change? Why can't we be consistently who we are and who God created us and designed us to be? Every single human being on earth was created by God with a purpose. But when we step outside of the purpose of God for us and the identity of God in our lives, we tend to obviously, if you're going out of line, you are going to be doing things contrary to what God created you to do and be. And that is why I encourage people every time they listen to have a personal relationship with God, because he's the one who's going to renew your identity in him, which began in Genesis when man stepped out of the presence of God that he asked, he had to ask Adam, where are you? Right? It's not that God didn't know where he was, it's because he stepped outside of the beauty that God had created him to be in. And all of us who are not in God, we are just striving to get back to that place of identity in Christ. And it's so important for us to do that in order for us to confidently live the abundantly balanced life that God came a second time through Christ Jesus to make sure we get to have. And Jesus, which is one of the most profound characters in the Bible, he was asked a few times, who are you? There was a time when he asked, who am I? And the responses that he gave was so interesting. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 onwards, it says, When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is, which is himself? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And this is typical. There are people out there who have encountered you in one way or another, and every single one of them are going to have an opinion about who you are. And this is what Jesus was trying to get a feel of. Who do they say that I am? And then he asks his follower, but what do you say? What about you? What do you say? Or who do you say? I am. And then Simon Peter answers and he says, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. <laughs> and Jesus, knowing way beyond what Peter was saying, replied by saying, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. All right, there's another scripture where the same pattern is taking place in Luke 23 and I'm going to do verses 1 to 3 and it says then the whole multitude of them arose and led him to Pilate that's when Jesus was being judged so he could be crucified and they began to accuse him so here we are again with people around Jesus Christ making assumptions and accusing him of who they think he is like people are typically going to do that they're consistently going to create their own perceptions about you they did it to jesus christ it's all there 
saying, we found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ, a king. Then Pilate asked him, saying, are you the king of the Jews? He answered him and said, it is as you say. And, and one of the things I, I want to point out, which I will speak a little more as we go into this episode more, is the composure of Jesus in both, both instances. So in the first one where he's talking to Peter and his disciples, Jesus has this very calm composure in response. There he is again about to be judged and crucified. And they're telling him that this is who we're accusing you to be. And Jesus is still the same Jesus by saying, it is as you say. His composure has not changed. And trust me, I'm going somewhere with this. John 8 verses 12 to 18 says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So in this scripture, Jesus is actually making a pronouncement of who he is. He's actually bringing forth and making a declaration. This is who I am. I am the light of the world. He's telling who he is. And the Pharisees, they challenged him again. There's always going to be people around you. Whether you say who you are verbally or whether you say who you are by your actions, there are always going to be people. I mean, come on, we live in a world with other human beings. We're not alone in a bubble. (laughs) As much as some of us may want to, live like that sometimes that's not the case so there's always going to be eyes on us and these eyes are always going to be consistently creating opinions about who we are so the pharisees challenged him and they said here you are appearing as your own witness your testimony is not valid they tried to say jesus you're bragging man you you tooting your own horn which means that your point about who you are is not valid since you are the one who's saying it about who you are And this is something with people like we cannot be confident enough for us to know and say who we are. Like you must come and tell me who I am. (laughs) Yeah, I know I can say this because it's personal for me. I have this experience with people all the time. Jesus answered, even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid for I know where I came from and where I am going. My question to you tonight, do you know where you came from? Do you know where you're going? And don't tell me you came from your village, all right? You came from God. He created you. That's the first beginning of your life when he created you. The village you're in, that's just one aspect of your life. The village you were born into and wherever you were raised, that's just one aspect, one stage of your life. Okay, but who you truly are is a creation of the Most High God. And when you receive his true identity over your life, you become his actual child. Okay, so Jesus continues and he says, I know where I came from and I know where I'm going. But you have no idea where I came from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law, it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. 
I am one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. I love Jesus' character. He's amazing. He just had this peace about him and he responds with he responded with conviction. He spoke the truth in love. Ooh, I just love Jesus. All right, and with that I want to say to us, separate what happened to you from who you are. Your stages in life will change, much like the sea grapes that I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. Your stages of life will change. Some of us where we were born, that's not where we where we grew up. We go through different schools. Some people didn't finish school, but they still were able to work their way through to get to a, a job or to start a business. These are all phases of your life, stages in your life. Whether the grapes were green, whether they were ripe, whether they were halfway there or halfway not there, they were still grapes. That's the point. It didn't say that it's no longer sea grapes because it wasn't ripe or it's no longer sea grapes because it's green. The condition around it changed or its stage of life changed. At once it was green, then it became ripe, but it was still sea grapes. And this is the confidence that Jesus spoke with when he said to the Pharisees who he is. He said, I know where I came from and I know where I am going. And he's making it clear to them that whatever it is that you are saying about me, whatever judgment that you are casting upon me, that does not change the fact that I know who I am and where I speak of. And I know that I'm not speaking of myself only, but I'm also speaking with the one who sent me since he's in me and he sent me this. I hope you're getting this because this is a real crushing of some grapes. Like TD Jakes talk about the crushing. This is some crushing of some real sea grapes that we have going on here. And it's some really deep stuff. Come on, you got to admit this is some deep stuff. Okay, where am I going with this? So your stages in your life will change, much like the sea grapes, but your core will always stay true. Whoever you are will always stay true. Like Jesus, everything that happened to him on earth did not change his character and it did not change his direction. I've done an episode before about vision is going to give you room to be disciplined and this is what jesus was jesus was able to be disciplined because he knew his purpose on earth and why he was there he didn't have time to focus on the naysayers the scribes and the pharisees and what they had to say about who he was and who he wasn't people are always going to form listen let me tell you something as a pastor's wife i'm gonna get into this with you as a pastor's wife I understand daily about the spirit of the people. I have had people come to me today and give me the biggest compliments in the world. Like my friend Sharifa mentioned, she's like, they will butter me up like a nice lobster. <laughs> and then tomorrow I do something that I don't like, or maybe I did something that they think they don't like. And the same people are going to say something negative about me. And I'm going to say this to you. This is nothing new because it happened to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was the light of the world. He was the son of God sent into the earth to deliver us and set us free and give us grace. And people did that to him. Who are you and who, who am I 
that they would do it to us. And this is what I want you to understand. You cannot change your character, your perception of who you are, or take detours on your purpose in life because of what people are going to say and do to you. Whatever they say and do does not change the fact that you steal a sea grapes and a good looking one. <laughs> I hope you're getting what I'm saying. You need to separate the things that happened to you in life from who you were destined to be. You may have a very difficult start in life, but that doesn't mean that you should not be the person that you set out to be, that God placed deep down on this inside of you that you are, you ought to be. I was very confused about who I was supposed to be and what I should be doing. And because of that, I went into places and did things that I shouldn't have done or wasted time studying because I, I didn't know, I wasn't sure. But once I became cognizant of what it is that I have to do and who I am, nothing changes that. I give you a quick example. So I run a tutoring business and I tutor people in English. Anything to do with English, I'm going to tutor you. I can help you to improve your speech. I can help you to read better. I can help you to improve your writing and all of that good stuff. I mean, this is what I do. And multiple times when I put out an advertisement, people will contact me and be like, do you teach math? And I'm like, no, I only teach English. Somebody else will come, do you teach social studies? <laughs> and I say, no, I only teach English. And I'll be honest with you, on days when I have very low client rates, I'm tempted because I know a bit of social studies. And if I put my mind to it, because I loved social studies, I could definitely tutor that. But is it what I was designed to tutor? Is it what I was designed to be doing? No. And even when the circumstance or the phase or the stage that I'm in has changed, it doesn't mean that my core, the very existence of my purpose is supposed to change. I am still going to be the English tutor because this is what I set out to do. And a lot of times we don't accomplish what we need to accomplish because we change. We change from the path that we set out on in the first place. So this is why I want us to, to understand. We need to separate what happened to us from who we truly are. Someone hurt you in a relationship. They made you feel really bad. They treated you like you were nothing. Don't say, after today, I'm never going to love somebody again. And you know that you are a loving person naturally. The other people that you will encounter, they didn't do that to you. So they are not the ones who should be getting the bitter end of the stick. And a lot of times we live life like this. I'm not saying that we cannot learn from our circumstances. The sea grapes changed different phases, different seasons. It went through different circumstances. But my point is it is still sea grapes. And if you have a clear understanding of who you are, which you can definitely get by establishing a relationship with God and he downloads that into you and he makes it clear to you. Say, God, make my purpose clear to me. What did you create me for? Why did you send me into this world? Why am I here? Then you have the confidence like Jesus to go forward like whatever happens along the way to that purpose or while you're achieving it is not going to change the fact that your purpose still stays true.
Too many people are going around in life and they're allowing the circumstances to dictate whether they should have a good day or a bad day or their circumstances to dictate how they should treat the next person they meet because of how they were treated in the past. Get wise, learn from the mistakes, but remain your true authentic self. Do not change who you are because people have treated you a certain way or you have encountered certain things in your life. Learn to separate the two. Whatever it is that you have encountered in life, whatever traumatic events that you had to endure, learn to separate that from who you really are. Who you are has nothing to do with the circumstances that you have been through. So stop allowing what people do to you, what life has thrown at you, to affect the perception of who you are. A lot of people, they get so dragged into the circumstances of life that they lose sight of who they are. They say, I don't know who I am anymore. And the people around you who love you will say to you, I don't know who you are anymore. You're confusing me. Like you have lost yourself. A lot of times we lose ourselves along the way because we allow circumstances to dictate who we are and who we should be. We allow the spirit of the people to sway us into changing who we should be. And then we're unhappy because we are basically outside of the realm of who we were designed to be. You cannot take an iPhone and plug it with a Samsung charger because that's not what it was designed to do. And this is what I want to encourage us to do again. I'm saying this many times because I feel like I need to hammer this in. Separate your life circumstances from who you are. Another final example I want to give to you is this. Those of you who are married or in relationships to get married, there are times when you're not going to like your partner, you're not going to like your spouse, you're not going to like your husband, you're not going to like your wife. They're going to annoy the crap out of you. But you made a decision that you're going to love them. Does that mean you're going to change who you are because that person did something to upset you? And that's why we have people giving up all the time on marriages and relationships, jobs and all these things. I remember when my husband and I were, I think, still in the first year of our marriage. There was a situation where he made me very angry. And I think we were probably just having a discussion and I got angry at him. And then I went into the bedroom. While I was in the bedroom, I was crying out to God and asking him, why is it that you're making your servant get me so angry? Because <laughs> you know we like to go and blame God. And God said to me, go to the kitchen and get him a glass of water. <laughs> I was like, what? That couldn't be God. Mm-mm. I was like, what do you mean? Go get him a... Yeah, because you are a kind person. I created you to be a kind person. And... Whether or not you are angry with your husband, the person that you are has not changed. So go to the kitchen and get him a glass of water. So I went into the kitchen and I got him a glass of water. And I say this to say that it doesn't matter what is going on around you. Who you are should never change because of it. Who you are should never change because of how you, you encounter life because trust me, you're constantly going to be having to change. You're going to have to be one person today, then be another person tomorrow. And then before you know it, you have no idea who you are. 
And that's why we can have some people who set off to be one person and then turn along the way to be someone else. But you're going to continue to scratch because you will be a wolf in sheep clothing. God created us in his image and likeness. He said, let us make man in our image and likeness. God created us, man, a little bit above the angels. He created us like that. He wanted us to dominate. He wanted us to be evidence of his power in the earth. That is how powerful we can be as children of God, but only connected to God. He created us to be that. Anything less than is not who we were designed to be. He is an unchanging character. God is an unchanging. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. And a lot of us are very fortunate that God doesn't change because we know that we can always run to him to get his love. So if we were created in his image and likeness, and he never fails, he never changes, he's the same, he's faithful to the end. Nothing we say and do will change the character of who God is then why are we consistently looking for ways to change ourselves, to change our lives, and to try to change the character of God within us? This is what I want to leave us with. And I want to say this one more time. It doesn't matter what stage of life that you're in, whatever phase of life you're going through, if it's one thing that you definitely need to do your best and strive to do, is to understand who you are through establishing a relationship with the one who created you, your creator, so you can be clear and confident that this is who I am. And once you have established who you are, do not allow your circumstances in life, your situations in life to change that. Stay true to who you are. Stay true to who you were created to be. And allow God to help you to separate your situations from who you truly are. Save all? Sounds good. See you next time on the Essence of Life podcast. And like I said, keep listening, share the podcast, and find ways to connect with me. Leave me a review, subscribe, do all this good stuff. I mean, I feel like I don't need to be saying this to people because I feel like once I create content that is valuable to you, you're going to keep listening and you're going to automatically want to share it. And this is what I would love. It's for you to do this naturally. No force, no stress, no pressure. All right, Sabal, sounds good. Whether you're on your daily commute, at the gym, or doing your chores, tune in to the Essence of Life podcast for great inspirational life lessons and learn just why you should have a personal relationship with your creator. Relationships run the world. Make sure you're in the right ones. I am Natisha Ali Grant, citizen of the kingdom of heaven, wife of a spirited pastor, worship leader, mother, and content creator. I partner with my husband to manage our church in All Saints Antigua while creating inspirational and educational content. I inspire others through my blog, Young and Christian, and my podcast, The Essence of Life. Recently published my first book and in the process of writing another. I have also been an educator for over 15 years and now run my own academy, providing a range of services such as proofreading, English courses, 
lesson plans, curriculum guides, and reading classes. If you like this show, why not get connected? As it's only going to get bigger. Seba sounds good.